The feminine frequency is flowing in constantly. Hello and welcome to The Frequency with your host, Venus. And today is such a wonderful, cozy day here in California. It's nighttime. I just watched Frozen with one of my dearest friends, Casey. And I have a candle lit. I have my tea. I'm drinking a replenish loose leaf tea and it's got some amazing like oat straw, raspberry leaf, spearmint, nettle, like delicious, delicious things for your body. My beautiful cat Shiva's in front of me and it's just a beautiful night. So much has really transpired and I'm so excited to share and dive deep in with you. So today I was in my kitchen um, doing a painting, a chakra pussy painting. (laughs) So I was doing my painting and I was processing a lot. Um, I've been really processing a relationship that I've ended and it's been very challenging for me um, because there's so many layers and depths to this and it's just very challenging at times, you know, when you're going through the many stages and there's grief involved and remembering the good times and all the cycles of a ending to a relationship and as I'm sitting there doing my painting I have all of my chakra colors um like popping (laughs) I see this reminder on I think it was my Facebook where it was like last year on this time you shared this on your story and it caught my eye and it was a notes that I had shared Like, you know, on your iPhone, if you have an iPhone, for all of you listening, um, you know, you write down in your notes section, and sometimes I write poetry. Um, When I'm going through something really emotional, I I turn to writing. And this poem popped up, or like this beautiful, like, reflection, and I'm going to share it with you all because it was so touching to my soul and... Um, this relationship and it was like a year ago and I mean it's still going on it's still the the release is still happening because there's so there's so much there was just so much there um so I titled it releasing loss and during this time last year as well I was also grieving my father so there was many things that I was I was letting go of I was like literally shedding so many layers and becoming this amazing new human being (laughs) um that is here in front of you right now in this very moment so i want to share with you um i'm going to read it right now i'm going to pull it up right here so here we go and it's at 606 a.m i shared this last year on this day very day it feels like a paper cut then an avalanche of pain as my heart expands from the loss of you Your touch echoes in my veins. 
DNA. And here my soul shake, shakes to remember, I'm <laughs> like getting choked up. We have crossed this path, loved these souls of ours before, over and over, shaking to waking, moving from pain to love and out of fear. As I know deep down, this brings me closer to you. Walking away from all that was dark and heavy that did not reflect the true light behind our eyes. Twin hearts beat as one, remember as one. Here is our victory of unity, embracing the higher essence of you and me as I leave what isn't real and face destiny. Well, not gonna lie, it's definitely some, uh, some tears. Some tears there, just, whoo. <laughs> so potent, so potent. And yeah, I just had to share that. It was just so very deep and... Um, you know it's it's such a such a gift to feel so deeply and there's many layers to what I want to share to you today and it's definitely about you know releasing a relationship from your life and going through the grief and, and the pain and and then coming out the other side and knowing yourself so much more and and seeing the beauty where there was dark and pain and filling that now with love and joy um but you have to move through all of it you can't skip to the good parts and uh, wow well we all we all know what that feels like right who hasn't tried to suppress emotion you know, the feminine has been so suppressed and especially in our dear, dear men, um, you know, so, um, ooh, <laughs> I'm just allowing my tears to flow down. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, the suppression of the feminine is in, is in our dear men, but also in our women as well. It's in, it's in all because we are all energy and, and unity that is what we're here, you know, trying to find the balance of our feminine, our masculine. So in this relationship, it was just, you know, such a deep soul love. <laughs> and this is going to be an emotional one, I feel. <laughs> but I'm sure some of you can relate. You know, if you've ever been in a relationship where... It's just so, so deeply touching to your soul. Uh, where it's, it's almost like ecstasy or something you've been waiting for, right? Um, and through that, that joy and that merging with another, it's so, it's so beautiful. And it's such a dance and... Oh, we learned so much. And, you know, with this person I was dancing through life with, um, 
I met them at a really important time in my life and I met my my last partner when I was coming out of my sexual assault that went um, very public in Los Angeles um, and I was celibate for a really long time and I just, I didn't even talk to men for years <laughs> and you know, so when I met my partner, I was getting used to just being out there again. And, and it was interesting to watch myself get so comfortable, like being alone and not re- needing to rely on anyone or just needing a man in general. Like I figured out how, how to please all of my needs. And that was truly, you know, part of that beautiful learning coming out of codependency, you know, because long time ago I used to be so reliant and codependent because it's how I grew up and how many of us grew up you know in codependent love and relationships and that's what we were modeled as kids and um you know I I relied on you know my ex-partners to fulfill my sexual desires and to you know make me feel a certain way or to make me feel better if I was sad or to fill something you know and um, going through so many deaths and rebirths and deaths and rebirths and ego deaths and coming to this uh, breath of fresh air um, that's in front of you now. Um, when I met my last partner, I was just coming out of um, discovering who I was as a woman and how I could be by myself and I wasn't afraid of the dark anymore and, um, you know, I... I was now facing my fears around men and the masculine and um, the latter half of my life, it was facing the, <laughs> the wounded feminine and, and um, you know, growing up in a, a home where that was my lesson. You know, my mom and I, we had a really trying relationship um, and it was all about the feminine and, and me understanding how to navigate those waters and and know who I am as a woman um was very challenging and growing up in such a disempowering environment where my feminine wasn't seen or it was in competition with my own mother and that was really challenging so then coming into this relationship I you know I was going through my the feminine rebirth and now I was facing the masculine rebirth and it was very intense for me. I um, so coming into this relationship, I didn't really know what I wanted anymore because everything was starting from ground zero, <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, whoa, I what are my values now? What are my beliefs? What do I really want? Is this something that I really want? And um, I was still figuring it out, you know, and. I feel as a woman, we kind of go through the trials of learning through what we don't like. <laughs> and that's, anyways, that's how I've learned. And maybe that's just how I'm learning. But um, it just kind of was the path at that moment. And so going into this relationship, um, my inner child, now looking back at it, was needing attention. And it was definitely with... Um, healing the, the masculine within 
And so through this relationship, there was such beauty, such beauty. I mean, (laughs) so many beautiful moments and such passion and laughter and play Um, and depth to the depth that we were able to meet ourselves. And there was also a lot of a lot of pain and suffering and betrayal and heartbreak and um yes this uh this inner child was really calling to stand her boundaries and I learned so much about not only standing and in my own boundaries but how to navigate boundaries and um and move through that within a relationship because your boundaries that you set they're not set in stone. It's not like you set a boundary and then like, okay, <laughs> you know. It's like there are layers to setting boundaries and the layered effect of a boundary kind of goes like, you know, when you're just starting out, it's like very firm, like don't eat my cereal. Like that's my cereal in the cabinet and if you eat it, I'm going to be mad at you <laughs> or something like this. And um, it's like very firm, a little a little harsh and I want to say like a little immature it's just like very like strict like mm, firm like mm, don't do this you shall not pass kind of kind of energy and then as you learn yourself through boundaries and softening and knowing that you don't need to fight so hard to to keep and protect your boundaries um where you're in a place of more of discernment now, right? Where you know when to give out information and when to retain it, right? And and that ties into, there's so many layers here. That art of discernment ties into the art of transparency, which is super sexy in relationships, all relationships. So the next layer of your boundaries is like using discernment and, and being a little more flexible, right? And sitting down, having conversations, having growth, and then coming to an agreement of like, okay, is this still a boundary? Or does something have to shift here? Can something shift? Is it safe to shift? Um, is this something that's a non-negotiable? So there's so many, so many little avenues in that second tier. And then the, the final one is really, um, I feel just uh, your, your pure discernment of knowing when to walk away from what's no longer love, um, what's no longer showing up as love. And it's very gentle and, and beautiful where there's no harshness, there's no animosity, there's there's none of that rageful um, needing to protect and to conserve and and to keep safe and, um, you know, to guard. So it's more like, okay, well, now it's time to go now. It's it's very gentle. It's very subtle and also very powerful, right? Because there's just no reaction. There's um, there's just a, a beautiful um, response. So through this relationship, I learned so much about how to stay in my boundaries, how to stay in my own discernment, and most importantly, the art of transparency and and learning when to share, you know, vital life information from your past and when to not share it. And 
something that we all do, right? Because this is, I don't know, but this is just kind of how I feel society has has kind of groomed us all and now we're like learning to unhook from all of that but um when we get together with someone and especially with women friends we all dish about you know and connect over the negativity you know the gossip or the drama and it's so disempowering right because we're just talking about all this negative shit (laughs) um And so when it comes to transparency with someone, when we meet someone in a romantic setting, uh, we want to tell them, you know, all of our hurts and pains and our past and, oh, this happened to me and then this thing happened and my mom was like this and my dad was like this and I have this wound and, and we give out all of our cards. Maybe on the first date, maybe on the second date, maybe on the third date. And then we've given them all this ammunition, right? Because we don't truly know can we trust them with this vital information? Because we can't trust everyone with this information. It's sacred. Your your story, your journey is sacred. And um, especially, you know, what's happened to you in the past, especially your traumas. Um, I learned the hard way, you know, just you, you don't always share that because not everyone is one, ready to receive that information, and two, it could really trigger their own stuff and then they project that at you, and three, they might just use that and be super manipulative and and use that when they're angry at you as a form of control um, and to hurt you. So the art of transparency through relationships is so important to discern and that's why in the beginning of a relationship that's you just build trust and you're and there's this beautiful courtship, you know, that I desire in in a new relationship, I truly desire to be courted. (laughs) Um, So learning all of that, um, I'm just so grateful for because, you know, I I cry as I read this and I move through my grief here with you and I'm just so grateful I can do that and be so vulnerable and and just transparent um, and just share my my emotions and my feelings because I'm human, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm just like you. I don't have all the answers. So um, moving through this relationship has been so challenging because I, you know, we both felt such a deep soul connection and we've had many, many lifetimes together where we're, we're, we're you know, we're a family and we have a child and um, he's protecting me from being killed and it's just absolutely just, there's so much love there that you can feel that when you tap into those timelines, you know, and then at the same time to understand that the person here in front of me now is very different and there's different lessons this lifetime and it's not the same. And for me, that was really hard. I'm not going to lie. It was really, it was really hard for me because I was feeling so deeply of that potential that could be again. And I just want to repeat that again. Feeling so deeply the potential of what could be again. And I had no idea that I was, you know, casting this story, this story, this storyline that was not ever going to be to be played. It was not going to be chosen for the cinema, let me tell you. Nope, no. <laughs> it was not, and it never really came to be. 
so um I was learning, you know, to still detach from my expectations and my, what my inner child was really craving was my own inner masculine and my own inner feminine to unite and heal her. Mm. And let me tell you what a beautiful process that is. <laughs> Let me tell you that she's the one, my inner child, who wants to share this story and and her triumph um, because she's growing and she's growing up and oh, it's emotional. <laughs> I'm uh, like crying, right? And I'm like rubbing my eyes and I think I got cat hair in my right eye and it's just like super itchy. <laughs> so I look like a hot mess. Like, one eye is definitely, like, like pink with cat eye. Cat hair. <laughs> Not cat eye. Cat hair in it. So, there's a lot there, you know. And um, relationships are so beautiful and they're messy. And they, they teach us so much about who we are and what is there to heal and nurture and see and unfold. And if you use your relationship experience as a learning tool, as a growing pond for your own evolution, there is just so much power in that, right? Um, because that is truly what I've done in every single relationship. And when I learned to do that um, from a young age, especially with my home environment, with my mom, um, when I just started to look at her as a person, not my mother, and I started to uh, detach from like what I thought her role was in my life. Um, doing that in my relationships growing up has really been helpful to just release the attachment of what this person who has a title or a role in my life needs to play. And that's a that you know that takes practice, and it's definitely not an overnight process. And the romantic ones are so challenging. I mean, from experience and from also just what we are watching and listening to when we're young and all of the programming that we have embedded in us at an early age, especially as women, right? Um, I remember telling my, my ex-partner, you know, I was like, I was having a really hard time letting go of what I thought you should be and how you should show up and it was really challenging for me to shake this idea it was like so ingrained in my in my head I could feel it but like I knew in my heart that I didn't want um I didn't want for him to be the breadwinner and to me just to be like the wife at home who like occasionally has something on the side coming in and you know is like raising the, the kiddos and the farm and the garden and you know just the, and the animals like I I knew I didn't want that but my programming was so heavily ingrained in me where I was acting as I did want that and it took me a while to really break those down because there was a lot of belief programs running um, and then when I finally was able to release all of that and the hooks in there and and all of the encodements right we're talking deep work I was able to fully claim, you know, I want equal, I want equality, and and um, I know what that feels like. And when you find that wholeness within you, 
it's really transforming. And this is where I saw the relationship start to shift. Um, because as one person shifts, another shifts as well. And what I was seeing um, was his unfolding of his own inner story and dialogue and his own inner child. And um, yeah, there was just a lot of distance there. And I don't want to share on their behalf of their own personal story, but just to give um, just a little bit of information there, but no more. So from my journey forward, it was then navigating why am I still choosing as a whole being who is ready for equality um, partners who are still codependent, right? Who say one thing, but really their energy signature says another. And this was also another layer. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we going in deep here. Okay, I see you, girl. Mm-hmm. You want to learn this lesson? Okay, you here to teach about relationships, so you're going to know every fucked up thing. Okay, honey? Okay, let's go. So I was like, all right, all right. Why do I want that still? <laughs> like, what is happening here? And um, what I was discovering is <sighs> there was still this this inner this inner inner voice and also this program that was running and it was from the feminine right it was um a part of reclaiming the feminine within me where it's like do i do i know if if i go out there with my wings spread wide will i be safe in this wholeness that I'm feeling? Or will something happen? And this is what was going on in me. And this is what I was I was feeling. And I didn't understand why. And it was so subtle and yet so um, destructive at the same time. Um, and for me, it was really interesting because for my personal journey, and I can only speak to my personal journey, it's really been feeling fully safe, being fully seen in my power. Um, in my power, when I say that, in my divine masculine, divine feminine, in, in un unity. Um, and there's just an energy there. And feeling that space within me, which I haven't felt before, felt really unfamiliar and also really good. And it's that like sweet spot it's very bittersweet. Um, so from that moment forward in my life, everything really started to shift. Um, and this relationship that I just keep, you know, releasing and grieving and really honoring um, the love that was there and is still there that doesn't leave, you know, still very much there and will always be there um, because they're always a part of you. <laughs> it's just been an emotional process and it's been, it's been really challenging for me um, feeling that um, unity within myself um, and also that safety. It was just so unfamiliar at the same time and 
going through this grief of the relationship um, also brings up the grief of my father passing. And of course, masculine. And I'm like, I went into this relationship, you know, learning to heal the wounded masculine within me. And I exit the relationship when my dad dies and continue to (laughs) heal the masculine uh, within me. It was just so like, you can't make this up, right? You literally can't make this up. And um, uh, what I was learning in those moments where I was like, wow, I was just trying to grasp onto something. It almost felt like I was going to fall off a bike, right? If no one was holding the seat behind me and I didn't have my training wheels, I was like, oh, am I going to fall? Am I going to make it? Well, here I am. I made it. Nothing happened. (laughs) It's safe. It's so freaking safe. It's so freaking safe, babe. Um... Yeah, that was that was a really interesting process to move through because it was so like emotional and my inner child, let me tell you. I mean, the initial break was just heartbreaking. It was child breaking inside. I don't know, that kind of sounds like weird, but like my own inner child breaking um because I felt that grasping. Um and that's that's kind of why I remember um I had a premonition of my father dying two years before my dad actually died. And I remember waking up and I was crying and I called my dad. I'm like, how are you? And my dad's like, I'm okay. You know, in his Hungarian accent. Um, I'm like, okay. I never told him about my dreams. Um, but I had this deep feeling and I kept having these premonitions. Um, I had premonitions of my mother and my brother on either side of me and we're wearing black and my mom's wearing a black veil and we're looking down like down into the on top of a mountain and we're looking down into this like deep valley and my dad is there um, buried and it was just so surreal and I keep waking up and I'm sweating and I'm crying and I'm like okay what's happening and in those moments I felt myself grasping for my dad and I'm like don't leave because I need you I might fall you're my safety. What will I do if you go? <laughs> so that's some real shit right there for you guys. <laughs> that's some real shit. <laughs> some real shit right there. <laughs> some beautiful shit. Let's not call it like nasty shit. <laughs> that's some realness. It's that's true depth. And I felt that and I knew something was gonna come. So that was happening when, you know, when I ended my relationship, these feelings came back up and I was like, okay, I need to stop grasping because I'm not in my power when I'm doing that. And I can be alone and I can stand in my own power. I can do that. And I am doing it and I will be doing it. (laughs) Um, So looking back on that journey was is so amazing on so many different levels and um, emotion signature timestamps because there's such a beauty in every part of it and um, even my dad playing such a beautiful role and um, you know my dad told me after he passed 
he told me that, you know, he had to go and transition because I wasn't ever going to fully, fully land in my power. I was always going to be like, 5% I'm going to lean on my dad. You know, like just in case this doesn't go through, I got, you know, I can call you. I can, you know, go home. I can show up and I have that safety. But my dad knew like I needed this push and like what a act of love. Like honestly, fuck. Like wow, we're we're so blessed. We're so loved on so many deep levels and what a gift, right? It's such a gift. So when I when I heard this last year, I just was bawling my eyes out. I was like, of course, like, of course. Um, of course, that's why, you know, it's not the only reason why, but that's why he really had to go. It was very fast. Um, it was very fast, his transition from when he got the message of his stage four cancer to when he, he passed. It was very, very fast. So... Um, with that journey, whew, like I'm like sweating a little bit. <laughs> There's so much there, right, in relationships and to I share this so you can feel the emotion. Maybe it'll bring something up inside of you to be seen and felt and heard. Um maybe you can relate and you don't feel alone. Um maybe you'll learn something. And I hope you just get inspired from the vulnerability and just from what you're able to connect to on this this heart level with me and to understand the depth and the many layers of our own relating to love and coming out of our conditionings around love and stumbling blindly and finding our footing in unconditional love and for me my journey was feeling that with with my family with my 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 father when he passed and feeling that with my at last partner when we parted ways and it's just it's funny because it's kind of you have like tears in your eyes, right? Like I have tears in my eyes, but I also have a smile in my face. It's like so many emotions there because there's so much love where you're like, wow, that's so beautiful. Like it's just so beautiful. So let's all take a big breath. <laughs> I feel like just been... um releasing so many tears here and I I still feel like I have cat hair in my right eye and it's still very itchy this happens like occasionally I think it's just because I have cat hair on my face and so when I start crying and then like rub my eyes it just like is already there so it just like acts like a you know in addition (laughs) so um but yeah just sending my dad so much love right now like thank you George Gellert I love you like fucking love you and that's I love you so much father in Hungarian is Hungarian is my first language 
so much beauty there and just sending so much love to my my last partner and just so much love and devotion to the many lessons we learned of our you know <laughs> so many layers there we learned boundaries i was able to really heal my betrayal wounding um i've never experienced such betrayal as i did in that relationship with him um yeah there was like so much there just to unpack and i can share more on another another episode just on the energy of betrayal and the learnings and lessons around betrayal because that i think is like it needs its own like topic. <laughs> it needs its own showcase because oof, just learning through that is part of such a deep initiation. Um, not only with um, the Christ consciousness, but also Yeshua and Mary Magdalene are feminine. Um, so really emancipating and freeing women. So we in the future don't have to learn through deep betrayal. Um but it's really interesting because my my mother and my my last partner both taught me the depths of betrayal where i was like oh didn't see that one coming oh fuck shit that happened wow here we are again that happened too it was just like okay <laughs> there's something for me to really dive deeper into myself right because that's kind of how i look at all forms of um these painful initiations i like to call them where it's like i like to lean into it like if someone's triggering me or making me so uncomfortable i want to lean into it i'm like tell me more tell me more please like how deep can we go here and i feel i really did that in my last relationship i like really stuck it out for for a long time with with that betrayal wound um till I finally was so freed myself um and freed the oppression I was like literally signing up for so leaning into the uncomfortableness um because that's where you find where I find the clarity it's like the zero point right it's the start over point it's you've you've come to terms with your greatest fear you're facing it head on that thing inside of you that's really uncomfortable and is making you want to go another way is actually calling you over there to heal it to feel it right and there's so many depths to feeling that's why for me i was saying there's so many layers to betrayal because i had to feel it because man did i run from it often when i just started to even smell betrayal i'd be like bye bitch <laughs> i'ma go in this girl she's gonna take her bag and she go in like she's not gonna stay for this no no but when i faced it and i understood it and i wanted to understand even more and their story and why they did those things and why they got there and why they thought that was a good idea to understand that for me was such medicine you know and i don't i'm not saying like go and always ask the wise cuz sometimes the wise can really get you fucked up and get you in trouble right 
Sometimes you don't need to know why. You're just like, that's an answer and now I'm moving forward. Don't need to waste my time. But if you're coming up with one of your deepest wounds, you better sit with that and you better ask questions and understand that in and out because it's not like it leaves you. It's not like, oh, okay, thanks, betrayal, I learned, bye. No, 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 it's like you initiated in with betrayal and now you're just like, I understand you. And so when betrayal comes up again, you just know how to move, how to breathe, how to talk and, and, and act from that um, initial point of contact when you feel it. So there's just so many layers to that in itself and such deep deep medicine and deep trust within yourself of knowing when to discern and to guide and to um, maneuver around those different small pockets of darkness within you that are not wanting the light just yet. They're, no, they're still gonna hide. They're still gonna go in this nook. Oh, now they're going over to that nook. Okay, now we gang-ganged up nooks. All right, so, (laughs) um, you know, it's just... It's like, wow. <laughs> All right, I feel like we got a little off topic there because we're like talking about gang gangs and nooks and pockets. <laughs> we got to have a laugh about it though. You know, you got to laugh about it. Got to keep it light. Can't get sucked up in that, in that trap of being serious. No, no. So understanding yourself in those deep, deep layers of your own wounding is really helpful for you because what I tell all of my clients... There's a moment with all of my coaching clients where they're like, okay, now I want to help people. And they're like, can you tell me like, what, what's my purpose? And I'm like, I can't tell you your purpose, but you already know it. I can guide you. And most of the time, and I want to say 99.9% of the time, your purpose, you're already doing it. And it's constantly shifting and evolving. Your passion, your dharma, your devotion to living out your purpose and helping people comes from your golden nuggets and your wisdom from learning of your wounds and understanding your wounding. That is what many people who are, you know, here and as as healers, as spiritual teachers and leaders and coaches, there's so many umbrellas. I'm sorry if I didn't get them all, but I especially, I, I teach my wisdom from everything that I've been through. I'm like in the trenches, you know, and then I sit and I digest all of the information and then when I feel it's ready, I come out to share it, you know, but there's such, such a method to that period where you don't want to share that information too soon because you might not have digested everything that you're ready to share, you know? So it's a really important piece and it's a really important part of moving through that journey within yourself and you know sharing my story of my relationship of the story of grief and loss and moving through that dance with death 
over and over and over again, right? Because we're constantly dying. We're constantly rebirthing ourselves. We are forever changing. And throughout that beautiful season, over and over, just like how we bleed as women every month, we have our beautiful season. And our blood comes and heals us and clears us and we give it back to the earth so she can heal and clear herself and nourish herself. And this beautiful reciprocity happens. Um, That's also happening with ourselves. Like we are living creatures of this earth. We are the trees. We are the grass. We're the flowers. We're the birds. You know, we're the deer. We are so connected to all of that that is around us that's alive that's pulsating with life force energy with god code x source and um it's it's truly just an honor to be on this planet to witness the many facets of our existence of our humanness because there's actually no right or wrong way to human you know, there's, there is no right or wrong way to feel or to be in a relationship. And I'm here to really reclaim that for a lot of people. That there is no right or wrong way to be in a relationship of what it looks like or what it needs to look like. And especially as human beings of what a man and a woman needs to look like. No, we're whole, we're equal. We're, we're here to, to create more life and more beauty and help evolve higher states of consciousness because we have those codes within our beings. You know, the spacesuits that we're walking on, this human flesh that we, we operate is so intelligent. It's so intelligent. And I know this deeply because... One of my healing modalities is very powerful and it works beyond the human DNA because it is the newest evolution of the human DNA. It is the crystalline genome. And that is my healing modality that I created, that I was given, I was gifted this. This truly does help transcend so much trauma and so much suffering that has been embedded within the human DNA for many, many, many different mutations of our DNA. And being human is something that we're all learning every single day. And we're learning how to be in relationship with ourselves. Like, who are we? Who is the person that you see when you look in the mirror? Do you even take the time to say hi? Hey, you sexy thing, I love you. You're doing really good. I'm so proud of you. We got this. We've come so far. Don't give up now. I love you. Do we even stop? Are we just busy on our phones and getting sucked into that distraction and portal. So there's many layers to how we're relating to not only the evolution of our humanity, but the evolution of our relationships and our relating to love, 
and wholeness and unity. And there's so much more that that is here, you know, once we truly start to ingrain divine union within ourselves, it's powerful. You know, divine union stands for the unity of the feminine and masculine within oneself, within one's being. And this is something that truly hasn't been on this planet. It's been attempted, but it's never actually stayed. Why? Because it would be too fucking powerful, right? Then there would be no control. Then there would be no need for society to bullshit program us. Because we would discover how powerful we are. And how much we can channel and receive information and know with our intuition and create from a place of feeling our deep emotions and manifestation. Ooh, mommy. Okay, we're bringing back the healed codes of Lumeria and Atlantean energy. And a lot of you tuning in, I'm sure that you have remembrance of not only Lumerian and Atlantean, but also Egyptian energy. Like, I know this. I feel this deep resonance. And so our evolution there with our DNA really starts with how we move through our own emotions, our grief, our processing, and our relating. And so before we we end our beautiful chat here, because I can't believe that it's already been almost 50 whole minutes with you guys. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, I feel so blessed and so honored. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and I have many characters that come up, so you just have to like totally love all of them because I love all of them. <laughs> but um, just take a moment to to drop in with yourself right now and ask yourself, have you fully dove deep into your inner child? your traumas of growing up with your family? Have you acknowledged the heartbreak and the trauma that you've gone through from past relationships? And have you really taken the time to heal your womb as a woman, as a man? Because, side note, men have a womb too, okay? Men have a womb too. I've been saying this for years. And just ask yourself those questions. Be super honest, super transparent. And just listen for the answers. And there's no right or wrong. Just know that the more you choose to lean into what makes you uncomfortable, in not in like, a self-sabotaging way where you're crossing your own boundaries and your morals and your core beliefs and values. No, no, no. Like, I'm not talking like that. No self-betrayal here because I've been through that shit too and that's a big, hard no. Stop. (laughs) 
I'm talking about leaning into the uncomfortableness of growth, of that edge where you just want to understand why, you know, you have this relationship with with men and you want to understand why you have this relationship with money and why you have this odd relationship, you know, sometimes with yourself when it comes to understanding your emotions because it could be really odd. <laughs> It can show up very strange. And it just depends on how you grew up in your family dynamic and how you, as a a beautiful young child, decided to navigate the world of emotions. You know, what belief patterns did you install to keep your reality safe for yourself? Because, you know, you were doing the best that you could at the time. But now it's time to go and rewrite those programs and override that system and blow that system up (laughs) because it's no longer serving your reality now because you're ready to grow you're ready to expand your wings you're ready to dive deep into the love that you are and that you desire Mm. and that is here for you always that separation that we feel when we lose something through grief is our own version of feeling separate from love. And I know because I've been through that journey and I know that it's, it's so okay on the other side. Like, more than okay, like I'm gonna guarantee you there's some rainbows and some unicorns and maybe like a cute little leprechaun and (laughs) I don't know, maybe a pegasus for some of you, but it's gonna be all right. So for anyone who's listening, if you are currently going through grief, loss, separation, divorce, a relationship, breakup, If your dad died this year, this last year, I want you to know that you're really strong and that you're so, so brave to keep facing the world with an open heart because that's who what a true warrior of light is. That's what a light being is. You love no matter what. Nothing that happens to you changes and alters the way you show up in love. Oof, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. So just know that you are an amazing human and I love you dearly and I see you for everything that you've gone through, for everything that you've experienced up until this point. And I want you to know that you're not alone facing anything that may seem out of reach or too much or insane (laughs) in terms of really good spiritual growth for you. So with that, (laughs) I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for holding this space with me, (laughs) y'all. My uh, gangster side is going to come out. I know you saw so many sides here. So many. We were laughing and crying and 
deep breathing <laughs> with all the things. But I just want to say thank you and I really appreciate you. And if this um, share really inspired you, if it touched you, if there was something in here that you learned and you feel is valuable to share, I would be deeply honored if you shared this with just one person today. Maybe someone who's going through something really similar or or is needing a message in here that you heard and resonated with. And I'm always available for any questions or comments that you have or shares of your own if you want to drop in with me. And you can connect me connect with me on my website wombreiki.com w o m b r e i k i.com you can find my email there my offerings my coachings my trainings my certifications um especially in the crystalline genome healing modality and i also do advanced reiki level 1 through 4 attunements and um you can also slide into my DMs <laughs> on the Insta, the Instagram. I'm just Venus Celia Ra, R A at the end. So V E N U S C E L I A R A. And I am um, open to hearing your stories and your shares. And just if you want to connect more deeply, if this really resonated with you, I'm. I would love that. And so with this beautiful ending here, <laughs> my cat Shiva, she's all curled up and sleeping. She's so peaceful. Uh, my candle is like halfway burning and kind of crisping the edges of my flowers that are next to it. <laughs> um I'm just taking a moment to drop in and just say thank you and thank you so much for showing up one more time and have a beautiful rest of your day and your journey and we will talk soon. Much love. Bless.